Hi, I'm Alex Turner, Specialist Sales for Retail, Luxury and Leisure, and I'm joined today by my trader, trader Omar Saad. We thought it might be useful to give you some thoughts on the large cap space from the releases this week and a look ahead into next week. Omar, let's talk about the market setup first. It felt like a lot of the UK names that roofed on being value are now reversing. Yeah, so the, this week's theme certainly was the rotation into value. And as you say, it was especially evident in the UK with strong rallies and the likes of uh, Marx's, Kingies and Next, as the more defensive names in the food were much more subdued. Uh, this is also more broadly expressed in the, in the wider market. You saw a big rally in banks, big rally in the likes of ABI, uh, the typical value playing consumer. And that was right up until yesterday, month end, where this all reversed sharply. Great. So let's have a look into the sectors. This week, uh, the one that dominated our releases was food retail. It's one we're still buying, given the hefty free cash flow yields on offer. We had a strong market growth delivered by UK Cantar, despite a tough calendar and destocking. And it also highlighted consumer behaviour has moved into convenience and the discounters are seeing switching. Now, we're buyers of all three names in the news this week, Sainsbury's, Carrefour and Arhold. On uh, our hold, ahead of the release next week, it was interesting to read the US Nielsen data was very bullish, highlighting ongoing shift benefits. Carrefour was strong, and while there's still headwinds there in OPEX and Brazil, we do think reducing competitive pressures, particularly in France, are sufficient offsets. And finally, yesterday, Sainsbury's was punished for its surprising decision to delay its divvy, uh, despite the strong trading. We'd hope that given the free cash fee odds so strong, over 9%, that that's just, just a postponement. Uh, yeah, well, I think the sell-off in Sainz was also partly driven by a big rip the previous day. Clearly, Divi was unhelpful, but I think there was some short covering into the print, uh, which uh, accentuated uh, the previous move and therefore yesterday's move. Uh, I just wanted to flag also, it'll be interesting to see, you mentioned Arhold, how that reacts on numbers. Uh, obviously, we had a Kroger report earlier this month and it pushed on for a day and then started to, to, to trade lower. Uh, so I wonder if Arhold does the same. Mm. And then over in clothing, so we had Next reassured us mainly on funding and the online recovery, and it did pretty well on the day, didn't it? But then it it you know, it, it it did weaken afterwards as investors debated, I think, whether you've got a deeper earnings trough given that lengthened online capacity constraints outweighs an improving visibility on on the EV structure exit. So James is still a hold. I think that such a sector bellwether, it's quite hard to see interest in. The other UK value names, you know, with Next being being so negative. Uh, do, do you agree on that one, Omar? Yeah, on the whole, yes. Uh, but I mean, would also highlight that the market really isn't trading on fundamentals and more on any sort of upbeat views post lockdown. Uh, yes. In other clothing names, I think it's interesting that uh, we've had a lot of incoming and a lot of debate around Inditex mm -hmm. underperformance, especially versus uh, the likes of Henes. Um, see if that continues. OK. And then over in Sporting Goods, uh, Adidas obviously underdelivered. I think the bulls here seem to jump on the, the positive news of the long term shift over to DTC. And obviously, you know, it's a it's a it's a superior relative demand outlook for this category. But certainly from our side, we're still wary of the short term earnings risk and, and the high cash burn. We still prefer Puma here. They report next week. I think, though, that is a pretty popular sector trade here right now. Yeah, it certainly feels that way. Um would say on Puma, it could be another case of bearish positioning being uh, a little bit nervous after the sharp reversal and Adidas having opened down dramatically on the day of numbers and reversed sharply intraday. Mm. OK, and then lastly, it was a pretty quiet week in luxury, uh, but overall here we're still finding our 
pretty crazy valuation levels of the sector against a huge spread of consensus. We're hearing ranges out there of up to 70 percent. Good news this week is that we're hearing increased chatter around a return to production in Italy, albeit with reduced capacity. And remember, from this weekend, China marks its Labor Day with a five day public holiday from the from yesterday until the 5th. It's being seen as a test um, of the desire for domestic travel. Uh, and Beijing has also announced that it would no longer require domestic travellers to the capital to undergo the mandatory quarantine as long as they haven't been in a high-risk area. So it could be good news coming out of that. Top picks for us here remain Kering and Montclair for the H2 Asia-Pac recovery. I'm long both. Uh, Flavio, though, overall in luxury, I think, remains one of the more negative voices on the street on the recovery and uh, the out-a-year prospects, so much so that we're calling him Dr. Doom. Um, Omar, do you, do you think this short sale ban that's ongoing has has really distorted the sector? Yes, yeah, certainly. Uh, obviously, in France, has restricted hedge funds' uh, ability to express any views via pairs or, or directional trading. We'd also flag that it, it feels like trading a few of the bellwether names, I guess LV in particular, is driven more by basket or quant buying versus actual fundamentally uh, long only buying. Hmm. Okay, so let's have a, a look into next week. So first up, we hear from Eslo Luxottica. We note the negative read across from the Fieldman numbers this week, highlighting that eyewear spend really is discretionary in tough times. Uh, secondly, we hear from Boss and Cuccinelli. Uh, I'm, pers- I'm happy taking a pass on both of those two right now, personally. I think um, it's uh, be interesting to see if those uh, if we get better reports of mass market consumer returning to spend out of China after the holiday. And then in food retail, uh, it continues. We hear from Arhold, uh, Metro and Ocado. Anything, any thoughts on these ones? Well, as mentioned, it'll be interesting to see if, uh, if, uh, if uh, Arhold can push on, having seen what Kroger did. Uh, also, I guess Carrefour's uh, move on the day was a little bit underwhelming. I uh, would have thought it would push on more. So we'll see if what, what sort of follow through we get next week in Arhold. Uh, and then we'd also flag on Ocado, uh, Amazon, interesting move overnight, post numbers down 5%. Uh, obviously, very different stock, but the theme is very similar to Ocado, and the uh, the trends tend, tend to move in the same sort of direction. So let's see if you get a similar sort of reaction in, uh, in Ocado next week. Great. Thank you, Omar. So that's it from us. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and have a safe and healthy weekend.